Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no FAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Reston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening and welcome to the Chauncey Show, where we're always right and never left. We put God first and politics second. I'm your host, Chauncey Brown. Welcome to the show. I want to send out prayers to all of those who unfortunately have lost loved ones to the unfortunate pandemic of COVID-19. Our prayers go out to you and your loved ones, and we wish God speed for those family members and loved ones that might be in the hospital challenged by COVID or whatever other underlining challenge they may have. We wish you Godspeed and the speed of recovery. Today, I'm very blessed, honored, and proud to have in the studio my guest today is a contributor for the Gazette magazine, which is a very popular international magazine that everybody is aware of. Miss Stovall is a radio host, a writer, advocate, grandmother, entrepreneur, civil rights conservative, and most importantly, she's a diva. She's also the community liaison at Rachel's Roundtable at Family Flavors, the Slide World Broadcast Network, and like I said, she's the contributor of Gazette, and she's the event manager at the Visions Event Team. Today in the studio, I have my sister, Rachel, and we're going to talk about today, what is it about being a black conservative today? Welcome to the show, sisters. I'm blessed to have you on today. How are you? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for such a glowing and complimentary intro. I appreciate you, Chauncey, and really just I'm excited to be in front of your audience. Awesome. Absolutely. You know, we have a great audience, uh, very spiritual-based. Like I said, we're about God first, politics second. But we're here to raise the level of consciousness of all people, speaking truth to power, and try to bring some normalcy to this chaotic time that we're living in. How long have you been a black conservative, and what was your transition to, I guess, officially becoming a Republican or conservative 
that made you change your mind or move from the left to the right? You are in for quite the story. I would tell you honestly, the seeds for being a conservative were planted in my life pretty early. My family's African and really has a pretty serious work ethic. And so my mother used to sit around the table with us, and she'd say, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you could say anything as long as it somehow ended with you owning the business (laughs) and doing something that made you very successful. One time, my baby brother, Michael, teasingly told her, I'm going to drive a garbage truck. She said, that is okay. As long as you own the garbage company and you're just filling in for one of your workers. So awesome. we were just, we had that baked in us from, from one. And interestingly enough, most of us are indeed entrepreneurs. But I really was politically unaware, and this is going to make you laugh. I was so politically unaware, you're not going to believe what I did. Because like I said, this is quite the story. I saw something online in 2003, and it was just very interesting to me. And you know, some of these social justice warriors, the way they use words, it looks so enticing, and it's so interesting. So I answered this particular ad, and I literally helped Acorn. I know you're surprised. But um, this because they're the organization that ended up launching Obama. But I helped them to get into my city, literally put together where their office was and just all of these things because I thought they were going to do all of these things that were going to help black people in my city. I just didn't know what I was getting into. So anyway, I set everything up, and they're like, we've just never seen anybody do this before. This only took you a couple of weeks. You know, the price of the place is unbelievable. It came with a secretary. You're just brilliant. Why don't you become one of our organizers? And I um, was in between jobs because I was transitioning out of counseling. So I said, okay, sure, I'll try it. And everything for me was was kind of okay, you know, because the office was set up, and we were listening to people who had problems, and I like problem-solving. So I went to our national conference in L.A., and that is when the wild stuff started. The first day of community organizer history, these people told me how proud they were to have literally destroyed thousands of families in New York. They'd sent community organizers in to fill these women's minds with these nonsense about how, oh, you don't need a man. Oh, get rid of him. Oh, you can get on welfare. Oh, the government will pay your bills. They were proud of it. I was just stunned. And I was like, does anyone else here think this is a good idea? All the people like in my class of 20 raised their hands. And mind you, there were a thousand of us at the conference. I was with a friend, Dennis Aquan, who would later become a House District um, representative for the area that we live in for the Dems, but that's a story by itself. Mm-hmm. So I, I spend probably three days listening to stuff that just sounds like trash. Also, I go on the most aggressive sort of protest I've ever seen in my life, and until Antifa anyway. 
<clears throat> and I'm kind of standing back and I'm watching things and I'm going, this is not my cup of tea. What in the world have I gotten into? So I went to see the person who was, you know, our manager and, and truthfully, second in command nationally of, of Acorn. And I'm telling her about how upset these ideas make me, how they don't make any sense. And that in my city, the Republican stronghold of Colorado Springs, I'm like, these ideas, these people will tar and feather me and run me out of town on a rail. I can't go and tell anybody, like, being on welfare is good and, and, and you know, these other ideas, these, these ideas about, you know, how – you know, you're going to transform the country and, and, and people are going to get this universal basic income. And this is crazy. I grew up being taught to work. And the woman exclaimed and clapped her hands at glee. She said, my God, you're a conservative. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, why are you so successful in your city? See, a lot of these places where these, as we call them now, progressives were, they would go and try to set up an action or they would go and try to set up a protest. Or I, I was in Colorado Springs setting up meetings, and lots of people would come to the meetings. And we would sit down and we would have normal discourse about whatever the problem was, and we would brainstorm solutions. So I had hundreds of people showing up for these different meetings while these other organizers had you know nobody coming. And they were like, you are one of the most talented or organizers we've ever seen and i was like well i don't tell them any of these crazy ideas you have i am not going back to my city and telling anybody that none of that is ever going to come out of my mouth i am not going to tell people it's going to be good for them to lay around on welfare and you know it's okay with me if we just quit matter of fact you can have your salary back i mean i've only been here a month and you know you and they were like no you know what why don't you just go to your city and do what you do because it would be dumb of us to lose a community organizer over some political differences. So, Chauncey, that's basically how I found out I was a conservative. Why in mm. the world was I in the belly of the beast for mm. being as far to the left as you can go? This is literally the organization that birthed all of the things that we're seeing in the White House right now and when I look back at it, I'm just horrified. I want to first thank my father for bringing you on this show and speaking and telling your testimony and story. Yeah. And as I'm listening to you talk, I'm thinking about my father, and I'm thinking about you saying that you don't know what you were doing there. And you know, yeah. every lesson uh-huh. is a blessing. And in order for us to know the devil. Sometimes, you know, God knows, exactly, God knows our hearts. So you were protected. But you had to go there in order to see for yourself because now nobody can tell you about ACORN. Nobody can bamboozle you about ACORN. And I am blessed that you're on my show talking about what ACORN really is. Is a Marxist communist organization that wants to keep people on the plantation and keep them oppressed and keep them on government assistance. Government ain't your daddy. Hello. um, Oh, my goodness. Teach, go ahead. They were really like, you know. 
they would make jokes like, you know, you guys are evangelists and you have to carry our message. And, and, they, and people would look and wink at me. And the joke was, there's the corporate organizer. She don't talk like we talk in her city. You're doggone right. Don't nobody in Colorado Springs want to hear that nonsense. We, but they, they let me come back to my city and do things with people in the neighborhoods. People were having a hard time. Boy, I'm really ticked because city council won't listen to this. I showed these people how to set up meetings, not protests. You know what I mean? How to Amen. get in there, how to Amen. visit in a mayor's office, how to conduct Amen. yourself. You know, like you had some sense with city council. And so it was really very interesting kind of how it ended up going down. And I worked for them through the 2004 election. I I was still working for them in 2006, you know, and when, when midterms came up at, at that point. And they really held through to their promise to leave me alone because where I was, people were – they were so excited about what they were learning. They learned a difference between city and county. They learned how to, you know, um, you know, go in and negotiate with county to get funds for their neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? So I ended up in the belly of the beast doing the thing that made me the happiest, which was helping people, legitimately helping people. And in some of the things that we asked for, we ended up with hundreds of thousands of dollars in funding for neighborhoods that needed things, neighborhoods that needed parks uh, because it would keep the children out of the street and keep the kids safe. We, you know, were able to transform areas that were just really super trashy and it was, you know, just dangerous for families. New parks were put in place. And so I became – I became the I became the weapon forged in the fire against them because I spent the entire time being a conservative and living godly values, but just finding out how to help people by using these systems every day. I became connected to my Department of Human Services, and sometimes when they were doing something that was racially unfair or wrong, I became the person who could go in and talk with people at high levels, and it just became a blessing. Meanwhile, the Republican Party locally was kind of like, this is one talented woman. Somebody need to sit her down for a talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, they, finally, they finally sat me down for a talk and said, you, you don't belong with those socialist crazy people, dear. And I was kind of like, I, I, I agree with that. But we don't teach about grassroots organizing. Mm, Do you understand what I'm saying? I understand. Clearly, we also don't teach critical thinking skills. That's why we can't get to organizational skills because everything is led by emotion and not a rational thought process. You are blessed by, you are blessed. I told you uh, off air about my time in the belly of the beast. Uh, It's a blessing to be able to come out of the mouth of the beast and talk about the beast because not many people can do that. Okay? See, you have a story to tell. That's why God led you to Acorn. Okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to make this show about me, but it's unfortunate some of the roads I traveled in my testimony, I had to go down that road to arrive to where I am today because if you don't know who the devil is, you can't talk about him. And, And I'm telling you, you need to understand 
this organization and the others like them. You know, they were absorbed into moveon.org. You want to talk about some wicked people. I have a We've got to go somewhere after, you know, we knocked on doors or we were helping with, you know, a, a you know, school board campaign. You know, we've got to go visit with so-and-so. And I mean, I've been in front of the biggest names in Colorado. You understand what I mean? As far as mm-hmm. the Democrat Party was concerned, child, they were always freaking trashed, taking drugs openly. And I was like, Lord, why do you have me around this? But now I see it, you know, that these terrible ideas are coming from people who some of the latest um, data that, that's been released suggests that among liberal women, 53.6% openly report huge mental health issues. That's who's coming up with these ideas of not working, getting rid of your husband, refusing to be feminine trying to control everybody. You understand what I'm saying? And Amen. I like I like everybody, you know. Uh, you know, but I don't participate in everything because that is not what we're supposed to do. But it was so amazing to me that lifestyle wise at these protests, let me tell you about these BLM protests. I guarantee you eighty percent of those people were high. They they would have you know, um, we'd go, quote, unquote, on an action. We went one time to, you know, confront these people at Wells Fargo and who really were doing some wicked and awful stuff. You know what I mean? Because Wells Fargo keeps having these, these uh, you know, um, scandals, these scandals where they've just, you know, stolen from somebody else and come up with a new way to rob somebody. But these people, the drug dealers, would come to the, to the protest with them. And they would sit in cars and in between, and they would stay up all night having their so-called protests, doing meth in these cars with these drug dealers. You know, one of the most effective protests mm-hmm. that I've seen in my lifetime, and it's one of the most powerful ones, and it's surprising to me that it's not adopted, is Martin Luther King's protest of nonviolence. What he yeah. did was, is, is in that protest, you shut down the economic arm of the oppressor. Thank you. There it is. You don't, get, you don't get on the bus. They're not allowing you to eat in their stores anyway or go to their restaurants. Right. Buy black, okay? But exactly. we are our own worst enemy. And I understand the history. We have been psychologically tormented and demoralized for over 400 years. I understand that. But at some point, when are we going to wake up? And even those who claim to have arrived, how come you're not reaching back and lifting up? Okay? We have enough African Americans in this country that are multi-million and billionaires. Look at the sports players that can save every city in America. But... It's not about people. It's not about God. It's about it it's about not. me, about I, what I want, what I need. And that's the problem in today's society. God Absolutely. has been omitted. Yes. We look at our public schools, it's been omitted. We look at now how during this crisis, liquor store mm-hmm. stays open. I couldn't go to the temple. My friends couldn't go to the mosque or they couldn't go to yes. church. 
Yes. People, do you understand the type of country that this is transitioning into? This is Marxism and communism. In the first place you infiltrate this is our educational system. They took out prayer. They took out the Pledge of Allegiance. Now they're trying to indoctrinate our children with cynical, cynical and sick things about teaching them how to have sex with, 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 with vegetables right. and, and with same sexes. I mean, really, people? This is not normal. I know. It's not. It's not normal at all. And, and we, with the drugs, let me tell you mm-hmm. how outrageous Colorado was. Here we are in the middle of a pandemic, and they decided to shut down the state. So all these people who run viable businesses were told, you can't be in your business. And they did things like calling the health department on restaurants and all of this other stuff. You got to stay home, you blah, blah, blah. But only the businesses that were deemed essential were allowed to stay open. Do you know what they deemed essential first? Probably like a White Castle, Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky the alcohol. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's Colorado. And they did this with a straight face like anyone believed that. And then they were like, oh, we, we have to be careful of overwhelming the hospitals. I mean, you know what? Everybody listening to this, you've got to wake up to truthfully, you know, these people call evil good and call good evil. They was fighting churches tooth and nail to keep them closed. But in Colorado, you know what happened? <clears throat> they went to federal court. The churches banded together, and they fought them until churches were reopened and people could go back in and worship. We're already having to fight to worship. We it's have awesome. to stop it's, looking it's the awesome. other way. It talks about this in the good book, that we we are going to be called to be challenged who we serve. And we see that going on today. Everyone who is of either black or a conservative or a person of faith has trouble in the world today. And we really have to look at this because it talks about this in the Bible. And why? And we ignore it. Our religious leaders right. ignore it. They ignore trying to educate the community and society on really what's going on and why. But you, wait, let's tell the truth about that. We have Teach. these people hopped up on this prosperity gospel. Me, me, me. I, I, I. Amen. We have pastors telling their congregations, I need you to pay for my bigger Learjet. Mind you, they already had a Learjet. I need you to buy me a bigger house. I don't have time to tell you about how to live. I don't have time to tell you about how to be holy. I don't have time to explain to you about the sign of the time because I need you to pay more than your tithe so I can get a new Bentley. I don't know why we follow any of these so-called pastors because 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 it says that that God says that this is what they say that God says that I'm supposed to have a fruitful life. It may mean material things, but He doesn't mean fruitful and material. He means fruitful in peace, happiness, love. You know, when your pastor is driving around with a hundred thousand dollar vehicle and you're walking to church, something's wrong. Hello. 
When when you have a pastor that lives in a mansion and you have people that are homeless sleeping on the sidewalks outside the church, there's a problem, people. Exactly. Exactly. And this is not right. And I don't care if you like me or not. I'm not here to be liked. I'm here to be loved by my father only. I know that's right. And you know what? I'm not saying that every single pastor is doing that. But the ones who are doing that, it is super obvious. And they don't lift a finger to help their people. And here's my deal. I don't see any real problem with being prosperous if you are doing what you are supposed to do with it. If everybody everybody is prospering around you, they have to prosper first. The Bible says, quote, unquote, I must decrease so you can increase. Right. And these pastors do the other way around. Uh, I must increase so you can increase. But they talk about that they know the word. Yeah, okay. They know the word. I don't know. Yeah. So I think that more and more people are, I would hope, beginning to study their own. You know, I um, I kind of, I backed up from that for a little while. Like, where can I find someone who will teach me what God is interested in? That was the hunger in my mm-hmm. heart. And so um, I was, you know, blessed over the years with people who who taught me, you know, when you are blessed, you find a way to share and God will keep blessing you. You take care of the widow. You take care of the orphan. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. You know, and and when you do that, you will look at how God will show up in your life. Let me give you an example of that. And, yes, I know it's a testimony, and I'm not trying to take your your listeners to church necessarily, but absolutely take us, absolutely take us there. That's right. God first, politics second. Yeah. So this is really what happens. I'm telling you, when you have the favor of God, you just Mm -hmm. look up and things just appear in your life. I ended up at a Pulitzer winning newspaper from living a life of good works. My name was just kind of out there all of the time, and they got interested in me. So these wild people followed me on Facebook for just shy of a year. I had no idea. I would just do whatever was in my heart to talk to people about. And it could be everything. Sometimes we talked about how to be a wife. Sometimes we talked about what to do in the community. A lot of times we talked about what we need to do for these young people so that, that they are safe and, and, and that they they feel like they are connected to the community. Just, you know, random things. I was kind of chilling. These people called me at home and said, will you come and meet with us? So I said, Okay. Our particular newspaper is owned by one of the Anschutzes. Some of you have heard of, of you know, that that brand because it's attached to beer, and they are a worldwide company. And this particular family just inherited that, and they just kind of are like, okay, y'all do that over there. But um, I go to this meeting. It is the editorial board on my newspaper. And they they say, you know, we're fascinated with you because 
you talk about so many interesting things and people listen to you and you seem to have a lot of Facebook friends. And we picked out some voices we feel can talk to this community and be of good influence. Would you like to do that? And I said, I would like to do that. And they said, it's a paid position, you know, and, you know, um, you can, you know, share as often as you like. So I asked them about the audience. Who are these people? Are they male? Are they female? Are they old? Are they young? And they answered all of my questions. In some cases, they had to go get somebody to answer a few of the questions. And they said, we're so glad that you came to meet with us, and you, we want you to start writing as soon as you want to write. And they handed me a contract. I did nothing except the same good works I've been told you're supposed to do all your life. Do you understand? Amen. Amen. Teach. I didn't do anything. Amen. Today, I got to tell you about today. I had this little thought jump into my head to drop by one of our largest radio stations, Top 3. They also do television and news. And I just dropped by. I really was like, I don't know where we're going, Lord, but okay. I dropped by sat and talked with them, and they said, we just love you. We would love for you to be in on Sunday. Do you think you can do that? We can figure out how to, you know, get the show sponsored. You can participate by bringing sponsors kind of to us, and we'll we'll give you a show. Do you think we can start, you know, next month? And I said, sure. I, I believe we can start. I would definitely prefer to have the show sponsored before starting it because, you know, there's, you know, the costs on that are uh, a little prohibitive, but. A, t- a tad bit. Like, <laughs> a tad bit. Why, why is this woman, this, this manager, you know, of, uh, and this is an ABC affiliate, by the way. Mm-hmm. You literally just walked in at the perfect time. I was in between things. And we just said in a meeting like two or three days ago, why don't we have more women on air? We should fix that. We just think mm. you'll be perfect for that. That's today. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this for listeners to get. If you will do what's in Isaiah 58, the removing of the finger and, and, and the accusations of, of wickedness, if you will stop engaging in that blame and you will take care of the widow, the orphan, the stranger, the hungry, the homeless, God says he will rise on you quickly and your healing will be where everyone will see it. All I'm trying to do is live the right way. You know what I mean? Not, Amen. You know what I'm saying? It's that's not a how, I don't think that's, I'm better than nobody. We were created. We were created in God's image mm-hmm. to do what he wanted us to do for his purpose. We did get free will. And that's where, that's where you decide if you want to use your free will in this universe or God, as I talked to you about, and a lot of my listeners know about my testimony, 
uh, I abuse my free will. Uh, and there's consequences. And there's consequences because we have to realize that we're all energy and spiritual beings. And the law of nature is fixed. We can't alter that. And when we try to, we're altering the balance of nature and the spiritual and energy that you have within us. And what I did in myself was I created chaos. And until I submitted to my father, till I turned it all over to him, yes. then I was able to start living in peace, happiness, and love. And not pointing the finger at others, but pointing the finger at myself, holding myself accountable. What am I doing to help my brother or sister? Not what someone else is not doing. What am I doing? Am I doing my part to serve my father and to serve all of humanity? And these are the questions that we're not asking ourselves. And I always hope and pray that you don't go down the road that I went down to arrive with your father, because most people did not make it. You know, we only have a couple more minutes in the show and it's been an awesome show. And I want to, I want to thank you for your testimony in these last couple of minutes. And I'm going to have you back on. I'm going to have you back on the first week of July. If your schedule permits, I'm letting my audience now because we're going to talk a little bit now, what it is about being a black conservative on the heels of Donald Trump. And now we'll talk about that for about five or six minutes. And then I'm going to have you come back on. And I want to do a show just on being a black conservative in America today and the pushback that we're getting from black people and the left more so than the white supremacist racism that they try to claim that America is. We want to have that show to debunk that narrative. Okay. So, so, yes. This is a great time to be a conservative. And if you are out there and you know doggone well, you appreciate the traditions and the values that we grew up with, and they are your preference for lifestyle. Stop hiding in the closet and come on out. There's going to be a swing. Get ready. People are seeing this foolishness in D.C. There's going to be a swing. Republicans are going to take back the House and the Senate. Amen. It's Amen. Go- it's going to happen because people are tired of these politicians lying and lining their pockets. And, yeah, there's going to be pushback. I have a theory about it, and I'm just going to allude to it so we can kind of, you know, we'll have more for when we talk in July. Mm-hmm. I suspect that the people who are liberal have been the most hurt, and that's why they're so invested and turning the system upside down. Well, I look at it in a different perspective, and I agree with your your opinion and your perception. Mm-hmm. However, I look at it in a greater scheme with my father that right now there's a spiritual warfare going on that Absolutely. we can't that we can't see, and a lot of bodies have been taken over by the spirit of the devil. Either you either have a spirit of God and love in you, or the spirit of the devil. It's 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 that simple, people. It's either good or bad. There's no in-between. You can't ride the fence. I rode the fence. You're going to fall. You're going to break your neck, and then you're going to be asking God for mercy. So that ain't going to work either. Okay? So until – and remember, all of those who claim to be faith-based should be conservative. You should be against abortion. You should be against breaking up the family unit. 
So, so right. anything outside of that, that's not of God. Come on. So, I all, so I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat, if you're going to church, then why don't right. you stand up for the God that you say you believe in, the Jesus that you say you serve, in the content that's in the book? Because you ain't fooling nobody but yourself. Because those that are true believers see the truth and we see the lie. And we're going right. to call it out when we see it. We have to. Somebody has to speak truth to power. Amen. And I thank our Father for giving me the opportunity, the grace and mercy he's had on my body, soul, and mind to bring me here today to have this show and to have yeah. you on it and to speak worldwide about these issues. We will not be silenced. And I'm not going to talk about red, blue, black, white, Republican. I am a child of God. I will not be silenced. We will not be silenced. Yeah. Because we the won't. time is at hand, people. Right. Don't go along to get along. There is no easy path to get to heaven. Right. There's only one path, the straight path with your father. No deviations. You want to talk about deviations? I could do a show about that, and I could tell you where it's going to lead you. Sleeping behind a gas station, eating out of garbage cans, in and out of rehab, in prison where they tell you what you can and cannot do. That's right. So don't tell me about your challenges, because I know what challenges are, but I also know who my father is. And 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 he only gives you lessons for them to be a blessing. If you ever think they're a curse, you are not going to be in this game too long. Because Mm -hmm. everything that God creates is good. You just have to search for the good. And remember, he says, the heart is deceitful. So we must be careful with our feelings. Right. Because sometimes our emotions can play tricks on us because that's what the devil leans on is our emotions, our weaknesses. Yeah, but if we are willing to learn, learn the facts and pay attention to outcomes. If the people that you're following have lives all around them tore up, you ain't following the right people. Well, if you serve God, you don't follow any man. That's the problem. We keep getting back to we're not serving our father. When we serve our father, we know how to conduct ourselves in this world. And that's the problem. God is being omitted out of all the equations within our society. And these pastors are not standing up against the politics, against all this nonsense, Black Lives Matter, Antifa. Where are the churches standing up against this nonsense? Where is the church standing up against the government trying to take away our rights that are alienated by God? Where are you? This is the angst that I have. I know. Because on Sunday you're in church, you're in church praising, but you ain't doing nothing to fight the enemy. Come on. (laughs) So as far as I'm concerned, you're contradicting yourself. All you mm-hmm. doing is playing TV star on Sunday and taking the government's money and the people's money Monday through Saturday. 
Whoa. If you can't say amen, say ouch. People. I know it's true. Act like it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I would hope among Mm. our listeners, sometimes you just have to go from your heart, you know, and not Mm -hmm. be so determined to follow these people. In you is a leader, you Mm. know, the down payment on your salvation, the Holy Spirit who has promised to lead you into all truth, you know, and if you will tend on God, you will find that you leave those people kind of where they're at, and you are out with the people doing the real work. It's there. The opportunity is there. You can choose it anytime you want. Sister, unfortunately, we're out of time. And I, I cannot thank you and my father enough for such an inspirational, educational, and compassionate show today. I am blessed and honored that you came on my show sharing with us who you are, your testimony, and your faith. That takes a lot of courage to do that, and I want to say thank you. And I'm blessed that we have made a connection. I'm blessed that you're my sister, and I'm blessed that you will come back on my show again because this type of energy between you and I, when two or more are gathered in my name, I am present. This is what the people need to hear and to feel. Because before we can get to Paula, before you can get to anything, you got to get right with our Father. Trust right. me, I know. I wasn't right. I thought I was right with the world. But mm-hmm. I had no soul. People, please repent. Repent. Seek God first, and all these other things will come unto you. Right. I want to thank I want to thank my sister Rachel Inez Stovall, compassionate, true public servant, child of God, for being on my show, and thank you so much for the work that thank you've done you. for the thousands of people that you've helped. And God willing, blessing more. Amen. Thank you so much again for coming on the show. I'm going to have you back on the first week of July, God willing. Right. And, I know that, and I know that he is willing as long as we're able. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you so thank much again you. for coming out. You're listening to The Chauncey Show. We're always right, never left. We put God first and politics second. I was honored and blessed to have in the studio today my sister, Rachel Inez Doval. What an inspiring woman knowledgeable, spiritual base, critical thinker. And we're going to hear more from her. And these are the type of people I like to have on my show to raise the level of all of our consciousness because the time is at hand, people. And from this day forward, my life is going to be spent calling on all of you to repent because we have an awesome God that wants us all to live in peace, happiness, and love. Not money, not selfies, here I am, not I, 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 
It's God first. Remember, you put God first and all these other things will be brought on to you. The world is only as good as we make it when we put our Father first. I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in today to the Chauncey Show. Please join me on Thursday at 6 o'clock. We're going to have independent candidate running for governor of New Jersey, Mr. Brad uh, Moll, in the studio, talking about his plans for New Jersey. Uh, We're here every Tuesdays and Thursdays from 6 o'clock to 7. Uh, Please, we don't have any big sponsors. If you can help support our show, we'd really appreciate it uh, because we depend on small donations to operate, to market ourselves, to get our message out there, to help raise the level of consciousness of all people. Please donate to us at PayPal Me, The Chauncey Show. PayPal Me, The Chauncey Show. And that will help us continue to be a voice for we the people in God's name. I want to thank you all again for tuning in. I want to thank all of my past contributors, my supporters, my listeners, my followers on Twitter, Parler, Facebook. I want to thank you all for giving me the hope and the strength to continue to do what I do for my Father and for you. I am so ever humbled and blessed. God bless you all. Thank you. Until next time, keep the faith. Remember, put God first always, and you will be blessed. Have a good night. Amen. Good night now. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. At Office Depot Office Max, we're here to help you work from home, an office, or even a coffee shop. Shop laptops, notebooks, ergonomic chairs, desks, and more. Although your local store at Spectrum at Ruston Town Center has closed, you can shop at our store at Benedict Drive and Bartholomew Fair Drive. Or shop 24-7 at officedepot.com, and we'll have your order ready in-store or curbside in just 20 minutes. Find everything you need to end the year strong at Office Depot Office Max.